Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. La ilahe illallah. Elhamdülillah. Vessalatu vesselamu ala seyyidina Mevlana Muhammedin Resulillah ve ala alihi ve ashabihi ve min vela. Allah'ım iftah mesami'a kulubina li zikrik. Allah'ım ecalna minellezine istemi'una l-qawla feyettebi'una ahsanah. Allah, please open the hearing channels of our hearts to your dhikr, to that which reminds us of you. Ya Allah, help us be of those who listen to the words of admonition and follow the best of them. Ameen. It is indeed also my uh, delight in my heart to gather with all so many of our dear brothers and sisters through this um, uh, electronic medium. Uh, we implore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless this encounter to help us inshallah ta'ala benefit from the good that is in it and to protect us from the evil that is in it subhanahu wa ta'ala whether we are aware of it or we are not aware of it. And then also these are uh, very special circumstances that uh, we are living and during this very special month the month of Allah the month of Ramadan in which we are going through these um, special conditions and circumstances that we must not forget this bala and this waba we must not be of those who are heedless to the reminders of Allah Azza We must not, as time passes, um, be oblivious to the signs around us. We must not uh, become of those who are in rafla. We must not be heedless to the warnings and to the signs and to the uh, glad tidings also of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala all around us and inside of us. Uh, these events as they continue to unfold of this world, world pandemic, this world trial and tribulation and bala that continues to happen throughout the entire terrestrial globe. We must not uh, consider it as simply another event in history. There are those indeed who look at such events with that myopic eye, with that heedless eye, with that mm, uh, uh, unlearning, or rather with that eye that does not learn and that does not reflect and that does not ponder what it experiences. We must not be of those who take um, this phenomenon, again, as simply a phenomenon of economics a phenomenon of, um, of uh, health only, uh, a phenomenon of medicine and of engineering and of discovery and waiting to discover for uh, an antiviral um, uh, medication uh, for this specific purpose. No, we must be beyond that. That will be anyways. These are the means that human beings uh, try to uh, use in order to find uh, the cure that the divine has intended to be the cure if he wills that there be a cure. Uh, internal eye must always be focused on the divine message that is behind this world global uh, trial and uh, and, uh, and and bala and waba. Uh, my dear brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to us in the Quran that there are those who are reminded, are even warned, are even uh, threatened, they are even um, subjected to fear and trepidation, but they do not learn the right lessons. Allah says, for example, وَنُخَوِّفُهُمْ فَمَا يَزِيدُهُمْ إِلَّا طُغْيَانًا كَبِيرًا and we subject them to fear. The intent behind that is that they learn, they 
awaken because sometimes fear engenders in us a certain um, energy inside, a certain um, positive energy to have in order to face certain challenges with vigor and with positivity. Allah says to us that some of us are subjected to that which causes fear to us, but it only increases them in arrogance, in tyrannical behavior, in heedlessness, in delusion, and so on. I must not be, we must not be of those. May Allah also guide those like that if they have the potential in them to be guided. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide them and guide all of us to see the spiritual message and truth that underlies this external physical phenomenon. Allah says also in the Quran, subhanAllah, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا فِي قَرْيَةٍ مِّن نَبِيٍّ إِلَّا أَخَذْنَا أَهْلَهَا بِالْبَأْسَاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَضَّرَّعُونَ That amongst the villages and towns to whom prophets were sent, we subjected many of those to بَأْسَاء and ضَرَّاءِ بَأْسَاء that which is difficult and hard, like poverty, like hardships, and ضَرَّاءِ that which is challenging and difficult, like illness and diseases, and painful and suffering. With an intent that they may pay heed, that they may return to Allah that they may turn to Allah with humility and humbleness and repentance. But instead they continue. And then, in other words, we remove that from them. And then they would say, instead of returning with uh, humility and humbleness and love for the divine and fear of the divine, they instead say, well, this is something like this had happened before to those who preceded us, to our ancestors, to our forefathers. These things happen. These are simply, uh, if you will, cyclic events in human history and in human life. They go and they come back. These are cyclic events. They come and go. Tribulations and, and, and delight and, and ease. They come and go. This is natural. These are natural phenomena. Do not worry. And then sometimes the result is we take them by surprise at the moment that they least expect. Under that condition, they are simply uh, helpless, soundless. There is nothing they can do. They don't know what has happened. They don't know anymore how to explain what has stricken them. We must not be people of heedlessness. We must not people be people of carelessness. We must not be people who look at this life as a life that is devoid of divine presence and divine order and divine watchfulness and divine will. We must not explain all phenomenon around us only on the basis of that which is uh, experimental, that which is uh, seen and uh, experienced with experienced in the laboratory. That's a side only. That's not the entire reality. Allah says in the Quran, وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمَمٍ مِّنْ قَبْلِكُمْ وَلَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمَمٍ مِّنْ قَبْلِكُمْ فَأَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِالْبَأْسَاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَضَرَّعُونَ We have sent to nations before you, that is, messengers and warnings and signs, that they may pay heed, that they may pay attention, that they may humble themselves and realize 
the wrong way in which they are going, the way in which they are understanding life and interpreting life and, and um, using this uh, ship of life in a way that is improper, that they realize that instead, if only when our trials has hit upon them, they would have paid heed. Instead, instead, their hearts hardened. Their hearts were not soft. They did not soften. They did not see in that the divine dimension. They would not want to that. They continue to disobey. They continue to rebel. They continue to do wrong externally and internally. They do not link what they are subjected to. They do not link it to divine will, to divine test, to divine um, opportunities to repent and to come back and to reevaluate oneself and reevaluate ourselves properly. They do, instead of doing that, they see no fault in themselves. They see no thing to, nothing to change in themselves. Instead, their hearts hardened and continued in their uh, blind way, in their attitudes that are uh, stripped of spiritual awareness and the awareness of the divine. And shaitan only uh, made even more beautiful for them that which they have pursued, that which they have decided, that which they have willed to do, instead of uh, being allowed to reevaluate and to find fault in ourselves and to find fault in themselves and to begin a process of um, change, the process of proper spiritual evolution, of proper spiritual change. Instead, they remain hard. They remain in their stance, in their position, and they continue to deny any relationship with another world, with the world of the, of the spiritual, with the reality and the will of the divine, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what Allah does, as He says in this ayah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and then when they, continue, when they continue to be heedless, and they forget the warnings, they forget the warnings, time passes, and they forget the experiences they were subjected to the trials, the tribulations, the pain, the suffering, the fear. They forget all of that because it was simply in their minds, cyclic events in nature. When they forget, in other words, they forget the lessons to be extracted from that, the spiritual dimension of that. What does Allah say that sometimes he does to us, to humanity? فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ أَبْوَابَ كُلِّ شيء. As a matter of fact, he says, he subhanahu wa ta'ala, opens for us, for them, the gates of everything. More external, physical, if you will, economic prosperity. They rebound. He allows them to rebound and even maybe to prosper even more after that. And then that will only make those who are spiritless and who are heedless of the spiritual realities to forget even more the spiritual reality. And when they are in that condition, in that condition of being sure of themselves in the, if you will, materialistic sense, in the selfish sense, in the economic sense, in the sense that is stripped of spiritual um, components and, and realities. What does Allah do? Then they are taken by surprise. A surprise to those of that kind. After which they have no explanation 
neither economic or otherwise at that time. The lesson, my dear brothers and sisters, is I, we must not be like that. We must find deeper uh, messages, deeper realities in what we are subjected to regularly. And the month of Ramadan, this blessed month, has come during this world global trial as a sign, perhaps, of mercy and loving mercy from the divine Spano Tyler to enable us during this month, because it is a month of faith, it is a month of return, of repentance, and of return of those who want to return to the divine and of the believers to return to the divine with more vigor, with more sincerity, with more hope, with more devotion, with more repentance, with more humility and humbleness, with more sincerity and truthfulness. During that month, then, the gates of paradise are open. The gates, that is, of divine loving mercy are open. Those who supplicate, those who pray, those who seek the divine are heard, and their voices and their lamentations are heard, and they are given gifts that are special during this month. So perhaps during this month offered to us during this trial again is for us to have this um, multiplied chance in order to, inshallah, be granted relief from the divine. Relief, first of all, most importantly, inside of us, psychologically, so that we feel light. We don't feel the burden. We don't feel the load of specially, specially spiritual suffering spiritual psychological suffering for those of us who have no connectedness to the divine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those who under these circumstances do not connect with the divine the trial is greater the suffering is greater the pain is greater the fear causes um, a fumble inside of the hearts it causes an implosion inside of the hearts. It causes, it causes a constriction inside the hearts. It causes an anxiety, a deep depression inside of the hearts. Because inside of the hearts, it is not expanded with divine presence. It is not open with spiritual realities to balance the pressure from outside inside of us. SubhanAllah. During this month, it is a greater opportunity for all of us to return to him subhanahu wa ta'ala with more sincerity. Thirdly, if I may, inshallah ta'ala, as I remind myself, remind you and suggest to you all, my dear sisters and brothers. As we said, kathratu tilawatil Qur'an, especially during this month, and we are soon to enter the last 10 nights of this blessed month. We are soon, in a few days, to enter the last 10 days and the last 10 nights of this month. The days and the nights during which the probability is highest that we will live through Laylat al-Qatr. A Layla, a night of power, that power that is given to the hearts, that power that is given to the spirits, that power that is given to the minds, in order to feel grander and greater and stronger spiritually, inshallah ta'ala. And therefore that positive energy inside of us, so badly needed under these circumstances, a positive energy that counterbalances the pressures from outside of anxiety and of fear, etc. The night of power, perhaps during this month, and no other month before in history, has had that meaning of power like under these circumstances where I and you, we need power, spiritual power to grant us that internal uh, quietude, that internal um, composure, that internal uh, peace and serenity inside of us born out of a spiritual awareness, a spiritual bond between our hearts and the angelic realities and the divine realities 
my dear brothers and sisters. فنكثر في هذا الشهر ونكثر في هذه الليالي الأخيرة خاصة من تلاوة القرآن ومن القيام بالقرآن الكريم العظيم الشريف العزيز الكريم. A lot of Quran recited and performed in Salah during these, especially last nights, my dear sisters and brothers. Remember, there are some Salihun of the Sahaba and of the Tabi'een and of later, Ta'ala, who, especially during this month, completed the recitation of the Quran many times during this month, during the month. We would like to imitate them. Would like to be of those who, inshallah ta'ala, seek to be in the company of the awliya, of the righteous, in the company of the anbiya and the shuhada and the muqarrabeen and the salihin. We seek to be in their company by also imitating them. We're not like them, but we imitate them in the hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant us a place in their hearts, inshallah ta'ala, by reciting a lot of Qur'an. Some ahadith teach us as glad tidings that if an individual in one day and one night or in one night performs qiyam or even recites 50 ayah, 5-0, and in some, in some ahadith even 10 ayat, لم يكتب من الغافلي من قرأ في ليلة عشر آيات وفي رواة أخرى خمسين آية لم يكن من الغافلين that such a person recites 50 آيات of the Quran in one night or even between the day and the night inshallah that person will not be recorded as a person who is careless as a person who is heedless as a person who is forgetful and negligent of his awareness of Allah Azza wa Jal he will be inshallah ta'ala a dhakir not a ghafil. And the person who reads in recitation, or especially and better yet in salah of the night, 100 ayat. He will be the person, a person known to the angelic realm as a qanit, as a person who is always in the service of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ready for Allah in the service of Allah and maybe that is a barakah and a blessing for that person to continue his or her life in the service of Allah always. And a person who recites and who recites 200 ayah of the Qur'an in one night or in a day and a night which means that the Qur'an will not be his prosecutor on the day of judgment. The Quran will not litigate against him or her on the day of judgment. In other words, such per such person, especially who has memorized the Quran and who recites 200 ayat in a night or in qiyam, that that person will come on the day of resurrection safe in his relationship with the Quran. The Quran will not speak against him, will not say you have forsaken me will not say you have not given me do right. In other words, such a person Such a person has given, inshallah, the right of the Qur'an as far as reciting it is concerned, at least. And the person who recites 500 ayat or 1,000 ayat Allahu Akbar. Such a person يُعْطَى مِنَ الْأَجْرِ قِنْطَارًا وَالْقِنْطَارُ كَمَا جَاءَ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ And you will be given of a reward, a qintar. And a qintar is 1,200 uqiyah. وَالْأُوْقِيَةُ كَمَا بَيْنَ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ مِنَ الْأَجْرِ And uh, this qintar is 1,000 or 1,200 or ounces, if you will. Each ounce in reward is like the reward, the, the quantity or the volume between heavens and earth. Subhanallah, oh, wonderful glad tidings for those who recite the Qur'an. 
And for those who do not, a wonderful incentive for us, inshallah ta'ala, to recite the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not to be of the ghafileen, but to be of the, inshallah ta'ala, al-qaniteen, and to be of the, inshallah ta'ala, al-ashabi hujjatihim ma'al Qur'an al-kareem, wa ashabi al-qaratir al-muqantarati, inshallah ta'ala, min al-ajri indallahi subhanahu wa ta'ala. In these last 10 nights, inshallah ta'ala, I recommend to all of us under these special circumstances um, during which many of you, alhamdulillah, used to be in i'tikaf in the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, alhamdulillah. But this year and this month under these incredible jalali and jamali circumstances, we are not able to. You're not able to. I suggest, since this is beyond, beyond the uh, ability of anyone, because the masajid are by law closed. And the hadith of Rasulullah about staying at home during the waba and relying on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and knowing that nothing will befall us except as he wills. And with that to reap, to harvest the reward of a shaheed. With that, inshallah ta'ala, we should, you should inshallah ta'ala, have during this last 10 nights, the intention of being in i'tikaf at home. I'tikaf technically, in accordance to the vast majority of the ulama, is only in the masjid, especially for men, not at home. But these are not regular circumstances. One cannot be in the masjid. And so Allah Azza wa Jal's Jamal under these Jalali circumstances, inshallah ta'ala, is that perhaps he wants everyone to learn to be alone and in khalwa and in i'tikaf and train himself or herself at home first, which should be easier for many, inshallah ta'ala, and to be at home in i'tikaf, to have the ajr of i'tikaf and to behave in home as though one is in i'tikaf, to Focus totally on ibadah, on dhikr, on salah ala nabi, on tilawat al Quran, on performing salah, prayers, on pondering and reflecting, on internalizing the asma and the sifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on pondering our faults and our mistakes and our dhunub, and repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on speaking less and less, guarding our tongues, eating less and less through this beautiful experience of fasting inshallah ta'ala men and women now can do that inshallah ta'ala and that only to do at home when it comes to mundane worldly legitimate matters that which is needed and necessary and allah inshallah ta'ala will also give us the reward of ibadah in that such as caring for children preparing food etc in ways that are should be i suggest in ways that are humble and simple and not emphasize eating and not emphasize drinking etc but to emphasize ibadah to emphasize less of eating less of drinking etc but to emphasize more of dhikr of allah azawajal, more of salah al-nabi more inshallah of tilawat al-quran more of istighfar more of tawbah more of reflection and pondering more of muraqaba internal watchfulness of what we are outside to continue to do that inshallah ta'ala and to ponder our dhunub for dhunub are the reasons that allah azawajal subjects humanity sometimes to very very severe Jalali experiences. SubhanAllah. And therefore, to seek the forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our dhunub. Dhunub have many consequences. Consequences that are physical. Consequences that are psychological. Consequences that are intellectual. Consequences that are spiritual. Consequences that are social. Consequences that are military. Consequences that are political. Consequences that are economic. Consequences that are environmental. SubhanAllah. Consequences that are personal. Consequences that are collective. 
what we feel inside sometimes of fear and of anxieties may be consequences of our dhanu. Unease, restlessness inside of us sometimes under some circumstances may be the reason of our dhanu. And so, so much is taught to us in the Quran and in the Sunnah of Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which we have reviewed sometimes, many times before. And also the early beautiful spiritual generations have also left for us beautiful legacies of their belief uh, as regarding the consequences of the noon and how they implored the divine subhanahu wa ta'ala under some special social circumstances or environmental circumstances or economic circumstances or political circumstances or other circumstances how they implored Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to release them from the chains of sins from the consequences of sins and the noon seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's relief through that I share with you if time permits inshallah ta'ala perhaps one or two uh, legacies of our earliest uh, uh, ancestors, spiritual ancestors and sages Al-Imam ibn Abi Dunya in his great work of, uh, of uh, Al-Faraj Kitab Al-Faraj uh, records through a Sanad, his Sanad to Sayyidina Ali man came to visit Sayyidina Ali when he was Amir al-Mu'mineen in order to uh, present to him an issue for which he needed help. But he found him uh, in a sort of khalwa. His son Sayyidina Mawlana al-Hasan uh, informed him that uh, Amir al-Mu'mineen is in Hujra now alone which he usually retreats to when there is a matter that overwhelms him and he retreats to ponder. So he says, allow me. And he approaches the door and he begins to listen. And he hears him saying, in accordance to this text, Allah Ta'ala that the ulama related. He hears him saying, repeats three times, Ya Katha Ya Ya Noor, Ya Quddus, Ya Hay, Ya Allah, Ya Rahman. He repeated three times, he said. And then he says, Sayyidina Ali, in accordance with that report, was subject to a very, very special trial in his leadership of the Ummah. And look what he heard him saying after that, after imploring Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his names and attributes. He says, Ighfirli. Ighfirli al-zhnubalati. Allahu Akbar. Tuhillu al-bala. Aw tajlibu al-bala. Forgive me the sins that bring upon us bala. Trials, tribulations afflictions that's how he begins and forgive me now before that i'm sorry i apologize before that he said forgive for me the sins that bring upon us Vengeance, your vengeance, your anger. And forgive me, O Lord, Zanub, sins that remove and that change the uh, bounties and favors. In other words, from favors, there is the opposite lack of favor, disfavor, disapproval. Pain. What causes that? Znub caused that. Forgive me, Znub, that bring upon us, in other words, a niqam, 
and that modify and change and remove bounties and favors of all sorts, physical and aphysical and psychological and, and so on, and, and social and, and economic and political and spiritual. Forgive us the dhunub that take away those ni'am. And forgive me and forgive me, O oh Allah, the noob sins that um, lead to, um, to despair, that lead to remorse and painful remorse. And painful remorse lead to psychological restlessness and unease and anxieties and depressions, etc. Forgive me the dhunub wa khfiliya dhunub al-lati, subhanallah, tahbisu al-qasam. And forgive for me the dhunub, the sins that block the share that is of goodness and of virtue that is intended for the abd for me. Dhunub, when we commit dhunub, something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the divine God, had willed for us that we enjoy, will be blocked. It will not reach us. It will change. It will return. Subhanallah. Qasamun. Qismatun qasamah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bishart. Bishart. Falam yatawaffar ishart. Faraja'at tilka al-qismah. Al-qismah. An apportioned share for us by Allah azza wa jal. Spiritual or physical or material or health or intellectual or social was intended for us under certain conditions. The condition was not meant because of the noob was not met, I'm sorry, because of the noob, then that share does not reach us. And forgive for me the noob that will violate sanctity. If my heart was sanctified, if my life was sanctified, then there are the noob and sins that break that sanctity that opens me to be subject to hurt and to pain that otherwise uh, obedience and spiritual beautiful relationship with the divine was defending me against indeed <laughs> And then he continues. And forgive me, Ya Allah, the, the sins that bring upon me, that bring upon us, bala, afflictions, trials, tribulations, pain, and suffering. Of the way to seek rescue. And to seek relief is to realize inside of us the reasons that are not um, materialistic, that cannot be detected through a special uh, electronic microscope, like a microbe or a virus in the physical sense. Even those have spiritual meanings. But associated with that are certain, certain if you will, um, Spiritual microbes. Maybe one day we will invent something that will discover spiritual microbes that are behind this illness and that illness. This bala, this pandemic, this this trial, this affliction and that. Ya Allah, forgive me the dhunub, the sins that lead to such afflictions, that are the causes of such afflictions in the spiritual dimension and in the spiritual realm. And forgive me the sins that expedite, that expedite fana, extinction, that expedite extinction, that is death, that expedite the consequences of um, illness and that lead to extinction that lead to mass extinctions and that lead to deaths and that need to 
ends, subhanAllah, to ajil, expedites. Sins sometimes expedite, wal-ayyad billah, afflictions and expedite pain and expedite certain undesirable ways to die even, wal-ayyad billah, to ajilu al-fana, subhanallah to deal to deal it means the enemies to give the chance to the enemy to hurt me to give him a chance and the ability to overwhelm me to hurt me to subjugate me to take over me to overwhelm me to give the chance, the dawla, again and again to the enemy to hurt me, to overwhelm me, to subjugate me, to humiliate me, to deal al-a'da. This is the dua of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala Amirul Mu'mineen in dealing with social events, asking Allah Azzawajal for relief in this way, for strength in this way, for change in this way, while he, as he was, a man who took by the means available externally, the righteous, legal, shari means to be taken. Subhanallah. But this is the reality, the envelope in which he put everything. And as the way of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and forgive for me, forgive me the sins that sever hope, that makes me hopeless, that makes me undeserving of hope in the divine, that makes me undeserving of having hope in relief in a way that is good and beneficial and merciful to me. The noob, sins that sever hope. And forgive me the sins that also reject prayers and supplications. Turns them back without being answered, without being granted, without being accepted, without being uh, given a chance at all. Forgive me the sins that make, in other words, my dua useless aimless, not granted, not heard, not appreciated at all. Zunub do that. And forgive me the sins that withhold and that screen the help and the rescue that comes from heavens. Rescue, help, relief that we seek, zunub that we commit, might be sometimes the hijab, the veil, the screen, the dam that blocks the flow of that stream of divine relief into our hearts and souls and minds and lives. Sins do that. And forgive me the sins that darken the environment, the air, the space. Darken. Fills it with hopelessness fills it with darkness, with evil, fills it in ways we do not anticipate and maybe we do not even understand, fills the environment, even the physical environment, with darkness, physical or aphysical, subhanAllah. And an air filled with darkness, imagine sometimes perhaps if we use it as a metaphor, this air is filled with darkness lack of hope, fear, uh, lack of kindness, oppression, injustice, uh, sinfulness, 
lack of understanding, lack of kindness, lack of clarity, lack of positivity, lack of rationality, air filled with darkness. Forgive us the sins that fill our air, that fill the environments around us, that fill our souls. The air we breathe fills it with darkness. And then we breathe darkness. Allahu alam what darkness could mean here of many, many meanings. The air filled with darkness. And darkness usually is a symbol of that which hurts and harms and darkens our thoughts and darkens our minds and our feelings. And then finally he says, And forgive me the sins that remove the cover. That is, the sins, when we commit some sins and some sins, they might be the cause of us being exposed in terms of our sins, in terms of this dunya and akhirah. The dhunub that will expose us on the day of judgment and the dhunub that will expose us in this life to even human beings, to the righteous and to the evil even. Takshifu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the divine, so often shields and protects and covers us from our dhunub, against our dhunub. Yasturu uyubana, wayasturu dhunubana subhanahu wa ta'ala, wayastabirru fi sitr, wayastabirru fi sitr, and he continues to cover, and he continues to shield, and he continues to veil and not expose us. But then some dhunub, as they continue, may be the cause, the last cause, the feather that broke the camel's back that would allow us, that would will, that would uh, make the divine will that we be exposed and our weaknesses exposed and therefore be hurt in so many ways to expose us to harm and to injury of all sorts, direct and indirect, physical and aphysical, seen and unseen. Subhanallah. هكذا ينتهي هذا الدعاء الشريف المروي عن أهل العلم مثل الإمام ابن أبي الدنيا of the early ancestors and the early salaf رحمه الله تعالى in his great work on الفرج رحمه الله تعالى about how a great leader one of the greatest leaders of all times سيدنا علي رضي الله تعالى عنه in the conduct of the affairs of the nation how he turns to Allah Azawajal in his solitude, in his khalwa, in his i'tikaf, if you will, for those moments to seek relief from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what he and the ummah were subjected to. And finally, one of the ulama of this ummah, one of the ulama, awliya of this ummah, had made a dua, again a dua for relief. And this dua you will see is of the same spirit as this, this previous dua, in which he says, Rahimahullah ta'ala, Ya man lahu al-amr kulluh. Ya man lahu al-amr kulluh. O you, Ya Allah, to whom all matters belong to, to whom all matters belong, يَعْمَلْ لَهُ الْأَمْرُ كُلُّهُ اللَّهُ يَخْلُقُ لَهُ الْخَلْقُ وَلَهُ الْأَمْرُ Allah Azza wa Jal creates and everything that is in the creation, that is, that runs the creation, subhanahu wa ta'ala, is by Him. All matters are to Him and they will return to Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He knows the seen and the unseen and there is no atom's weight of any event that occurs without His will, without His control, without his knowledge, without his approval, without his consent, without his subhanahu wa ta'ala power. So, يَا مَنْ لَهُ الْأَمْرُ كُلُّهُ أَسْأَلُكَ الْخَيْرَ كُلَّهُ I implore of thee all that which is virtuous, all that which is bounty and good and, and beautiful. 
all that is khair. I ask you khair And I seek refuge in you uh, from all evil, all sorts of evil. فَإِنَّكَ أَنْتَ Allahu la ilaha illa ant. For you are verily Allah. There is no deity but you, Subhanak, al ghani the wealthy, the rich, the self-sufficient, Subhanahu wa Taala, al ghafur the all-forgiving, Subhanahu wa Taala, al rahim the mercifully loving and the lovingly merciful, Subhanahu wa Taala. As'aluka, I implore you, bil hadi. Sayyidina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahibu sallam bilhadi Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ila siratin mustaqeem I ask thee by the guide to that Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by the guide who is Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who guides to that which is a straight path sirat illahi alladhi لَهُ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ أَلَا إِلَى اللَّهِ تَصِيرُ الْأُمُورِ The path to Allah. To whom belongs that which is in the heavens and the earth. Indeed, all matters go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَسْأَلُكَ اللَّهُمَّ مَغْفِرَةً By this I ask you, Ya Allah, a forgiveness, a forgiveness, that is forgiveness from again, the sins, external and internal, old and new, hidden and manifest in my privacy and in my openness, which I remember and which I forgot in your rights and in the rights of those who have you created, who have, whom you have created. As'aluka maghfiratan and maghfirat includes all that through my dear brothers and sisters. As'aluka maghfiratan, he says, maghfiratan, and this is a beautiful part, maghfiratan tashrahu biha sadri. I ask you a maghfirat by which you expand my chest. Because the noob constrict our chests. Because the noob of the consequences of the noob, the psychological effect of the noob to cause in us constriction. Anxieties, depressions, and the sorts that are uh, manifestations of qabr, of constriction inside of us. So the dua is, Ya Allah, Forgive us the dhnub that cause constriction. Asaluka maghfiratan tashrahu biha sadri. A forgiveness that expands my chest. Tashrahu biha sadri. Wa tarfa'u biha dhikri. And a forgiveness by which tarfa'u biha dhikri, the better meaning of the two possible ones, is that my dhikr of you be lifted in other words it is light and it is raised to you and reaches you because the dhnub impede sometimes and ob obstruct the dhikr and the lightness and the spiritual of the dhikr to be light and to be and to be raised and to rise it will make it kathif it will make us our dhikr kathif, heavy loaded, that it will not rise to the divine. وَالْعِيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ تَرْفَعُ بِهَا ذِكْرِي وَتُيَسِّرُ بِهَا أَمْرِي And a maghfira also, by which you facilitate and you easen and you lighten all my matters. I am light. I don't feel heavy. I don't feel burdened. I don't feel burdened and loaded. I don't feel heavy and low subhanallah and that feeling uh, only those who experienced it know and know now that it is linked to the noob and to the absence of maghri and maghfira and that maghfira when truly granted by allah 
liberates in these ways. Subhanallah. And the next one wa tunazihu biha fikri. Allahu Akbar. Zunub sometimes cause our minds, our thoughts, um, our rationale to be unclear, to be darkened, to be filthy, to be bad, to be evil. So we implore Allah to grant us a maghfira from the noob that from the noob from sins that we lead to make our minds nazir, exalted, cleared, purged, purified, beautified, that we don't carry these thoughts inside of us that load us and burden us and makes us low and causes so much, so much internal confusion and internal um, weakness and internal, uh, subhanAllah, sometimes also fear and internal inconsistencies and internal restlessness and the thoughts that we don't want in our minds. Sometimes the noob leads to those thoughts. To biha fikri wa continue and a maghfira by which you sanctify my sir my innermost my innermost dimension the recesses of my heart my inner soul the seat the seat where there should be divine meanings and divine names that it remain always sanctified and that the dhunub contribute to the to the darkening and to the um, abasing and debasing of our internal sir. Instead of being holy and sanctified, it becomes unholy and vilified and evil. And therefore we carry evil emotions, we carry evil feelings, and sometimes some of us even enjoy that out of foolishness and out of darkness internal. And a maghfira by which you grant me relief, you remove from me my pain, my dur, my harm. Grant me maghfira that does that, subhanAllah. And finally, and a maghfira by which you raise the perception of people of me that I do I'm not be I do not I'm not perceived as one who is evil as not seen as one who is immoral as one who is unkind as one who is unjust as one who is an oppressor, as one who is an evil person, as one who is an unkind, etc. That I become truly a person who is perceived in the way you love me to be. In the way you love me to be. Not in the way that I am not. In the way I am hypocritical or in the way I am evil. What does that? This is how the great saints and scholars of our beautiful spiritual heritage from the companions down to the uh, the others in the uh, inshallah in the echelon of nearness to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how they turn to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introspectively when they are subjected to external challenges of any kind this I advise myself. This I advise you, my dear brothers and sisters, and advise myself and you to share and to disseminate, inshallah, with sincerity of heart, with turning to Allah, with sincerity, with ikhlas and humility and humbleness, inshallah, especially during this special month and during this last nights and days of this blessed month, inshallah, that Allah grant us relief inshallah ta'ala allahumma ya ilahana inna nas'aluka farajan qariba 
وصبرا جميلا ورزقا واسعا والعافية من كل بلية ونسألك الشكر على العافية ونسألك دوام العافية ونسألك الغنى عن الناس ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بك يا الله وصل اللهم وسلم وبارك على سيدنا ومولانا محمد الفاتح لما أغلق والخاتم لما سبق المعلن الحق بالحق وناصر الحق بالحق والهادي إلى صراط الله المستقيم وعلى آله حق قدره ومقداره العظيم ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته